Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hey, Tara. Good morning, Jill. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry I'm a little blinded by the sun in this room. Um, I'm loving my my sort of playroom turned, piano room turned, soul cycle bike turned office. Uh, but it, it does have this like very bright sun in the morning that blinds me. So so apologies for my squinting. Well, we have the perfect ladies to help you with that situation, with that multitasking room. Um, we have Caroline and Allison, the psychological interior decorators. The coolest part is that I can totally relate to them because I was a marriage and family therapist turned fashion stylist. So ladies, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. How are you? Good. So we're curious, as people are with me, how did you become uh, interior decorators when you were psychologists? So it's interesting. There's so many parallels, I find. Um, among or between the psychological elements and then also the design. And one somebody sent me a meme on, one time, one of my patients from my private practice, and it was a picture of somebody walking around in somebody's brain. And the, the sentence below it said, wow, you live like this? And it was meant to be the therapist that like understands how your brain works and your cognitions. And we go into people's homes and say, oh, wow, you could live better. You could live more organized. You could live in a calmer, happier space. Um, and help them, you know, assess their goals just as we would um, with a psychological client. So, um, yeah, I started as a therapist, a clinical therapist in Brockton. Um, I was working with at-risk youth, and um, when I got married and had kids, I took a break from working and um, we renovated a house from 1913 and hadn't been touched. And, um, after, during the renovation, a lot of my friends were like, oh my God, I love this. Can you help me? And I started kind of just helping them. And during the process, I also met Caroline who had kind of started the same way. She had renovated her farmhouse, um, and she actually GC'd the entire thing. So she took it to the next level. And she started in a similar way where friends kind of were like, oh, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And um, Caroline, do you want to? Yeah, I think that's so, that's so well said, Allison, because it was almost uncanny when we met being on a St. Jude committee. Um, we were introduced to each other and it was like mind blowing because both of us had that same experience of being psychotherapists and then renovating our own homes and having people really enjoy the feel that our homes invoke. And then it was a natural kind of progression into, wow, can you help me do this for my house? Um, so I, lo I love working with Allison. We have such a good time together. And I think it's because we can apply the, the psychological lens to these three layers in our process. So I have a question. How do you guys figure out the right balance between kind of your aesthetic well, each of your aesthetics, I'm assuming they're probably slightly different or very different, I don't know. Um, and then the client's aesthetic. Like, how do you kind of come to, a, a, 
you know, an agreement on what the, what the right aesthetic is for the home. So one thing about us is that we don't have a signature style. We don't come in and try and push anything on the clients. Um, we really want to be able to give them a house that feels like a home to them. And that's obviously different to everyone. So part of our process is to actually name the project and um, whether it's, you know, a modern mix or a style revival, we always have that in the big picture. So we have the name and then every element that we choose for the room, we go back to that name. Um, and I'm definitely like, I'm drawn more to the modern stuff and Caroline is, um, sophisticated and smart with her design and it's more of a combination of those pieces but always looking at the big picture always looking at that name when we're designing yeah we kind of stole the process from our roles in private practice because what you do in a private practice is you do an initial intake and then you diagnose and then you have a treatment plan and we actually use that with our interior design clients, the diagnosis, we're not diagnosing in any way our clients, but we give the the house a diagnosis, like a name that we can always be aligning back to. And then our intake is likened to the different questions that we ask when we're first meeting clients. What are your goals? What's your style? Sometimes we'll even, Tara, we'll go into their closets and be like, okay, we know you love black, you know, or you're such a pattern girl or whatever. And then that can inform their style. Sometimes they don't even have words to actually articulate their style. And we really help them with that vis-a-vis -vis the different questions. Well, I definitely appreciate that you go into their closet because I know you can learn a lot from somebody by walking through their closet. When I first meet with clients, that's exactly where I go because, you know, as you know, color, style, it says so much about a person. Yeah, and, and homes are now like a new layer of fashion. I feel like if you love you know, being at the cutting edge of design and you want the newest Chanel skirt or something, like you may also want the newest Schumacher wallpaper. And so that's sort of like an element of um, bringing it to three dimensions. There's such a psychological component to what you do. So I really understand where you're coming from. I mean, people want to feel a certain way in their homes, right? But it's also must be... Uh, with money, because money plays a huge part in what you do, how much do I spend and where do I put my money? I mean, that's that that's got to be something that you have to work with clients a lot, I'm assuming. Yeah, because we've done our own homes too, like actually, uh, you know, going to your husband and that dynamic of like, I really want this Schumacher wallpaper. Oops, it's $3,000 a panel. <laughs> How do you kind of bring somebody along in that process? Um, we know it. And so I feel like one of our signature things is to really add value. Like we're the type of designers that aren't afraid to go to HomeSense to accessorize a bookshelf in your kid's playroom, but also then know that we can go to an amazing art gallery and find you, you know, Patrick Hughes paintings that are incredible. So sort of running that gambit, I think, is something that our clients end up appreciating. Don't, don't you think so, Allison? Definitely. Um, yeah, we definitely can see the where, where to put the money so that you get the aesthetic that you want. 
Um, and there's definitely ways to cut corners that maybe people wouldn't necessarily think of. And I think people appreciate that because, you know, even in the fanciest of closets, there's Gap t-shirts. I mean, right. we you don't want to spend it all in one place and you want to feel like you're getting value from where you're putting your money. Exactly. You can get your basics at, at a bargain and then have those, you know, a Chanel suit or Balenciaga bag or the Schumacher wallpaper and um, really make a statement with that. So what are those areas? Like, where would you suggest people, you know, following the analogy shop at the gap versus new and Marcus for a home? Like, where would you, where would you, if you have a, a limited budget, where would you place your bets? So we definitely um, hit up home goods a lot um, for accessories and stuff. But one, one thing that we definitely do is for carpets, we don't need to go to the design center for an area rug. We often use AJ Rose. Um, they have uh, this brand Prestige that looks, I think it actually is the same as Stark Carpet, but um, with a different name on it. And you can get your whole stairway for a fraction of the price. Um, so that's always a good place. Pillows are another one where you can kind of mix and match. You want that, um, you know, coal and sun fabric, you can get one pillow like that, but your backup layer pillows can be down pillows that you found at Home Goods. Do you guys have a favorite room that you like to design? Like if somebody has a killer closet, are you psyched? That's I'm taking on that closet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the most fun rooms are when people give us carte blanche to do it all. Like when they, it's harder when a client says, but I have to keep this sofa and my husband really wants this chest and his gun collection has to stay on the wall here. We're like, oh my God, just give us a tablea rosa and we'll work with it. Yeah. I mean, in terms of rooms, I love doing powder rooms. People definitely choose to take a risk. It's such a small space. You can convince anyone to put in a bold wallpaper. I love um, a fun tile with a bold wallpaper, choosing the sink. There's just so many fun elements, and it's not your everyday living room, so it's okay to go a little overboard on it. I love wallpaper. I just I grew up with wallpaper in my room, and I hated it because it was a little girl with kites flying, and it was yellow, but I'd take that back right now. It was... <laughs> I think wallpaper is great. Tara, I would wallpaper my face if I could. I think you can never have enough wallpaper. <laughs> we well said. We often um, will wallpaper someone's ceiling and they're like, oh, we never even thought of that. And it's like, you, you know, you look up, we will wallpaper anything you let us wallpaper. We are obsessed with wallpaper. It makes such a statement in any space, even even just, you know, a tone-on-tone -tone wallpaper, it just dresses up the room so much and adds such a nice element and layer. We actually had a project where we did this Kelly Wurstler um, uh, wallpaper that was amazing all over the walls. And in this case, the client wanted us to keep a secretary that she was an heirloom. So to bring in the modern elements, we actually wallpapered the back of the secretary and it was this play on the eye so that the wallpaper actually connected from the wall into the secretary and it kind of brought it up to a more fun kind of whimsical level. Um, so, yep, any surface we can, we'll put wallpaper on it. 
That's very cool. I hope she never moves the secretary. That's <laughs> going to be a problem. Right. No, it's wallpapered in the back of the secretary. Okay. Yeah, she can move it, but it would be off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much. Honestly, I cannot do what you do. And I am in awe of any interior designer. And you guys sound amazing. So how do people reach you? How can they find you? Um, we have a website, psychological-interiors.com. And um, we can also be reached at our email addresses. Mine is Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, at psychological-interiors.com. Caroline's is the same with Caroline's name. And we are on Instagram, Psychological Interiors. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And um, I'm calling you for some wallpaper, so stay tuned. We're, we're game. Thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. This has been so fun. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running shorts. <laughs>